Well, hey, good morning. It's uh, Wednesday, Wednesday, October 27th, 2021. Wednesday, October 27th, 2021. Uh, PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Boy, would it be easier to read if I had my reading glasses on? There we go. Um, that's what you Google to, uh, Google to find me. Um, tell your friends to uh, Google Political Views TV Podcast. And I'll show up right at the top of the search. I truly appreciate you, man. It's so nice of you to come every day. Uh, I, I can't tell you how much I, I, I like having somebody listen to me. And if you can, bring someone with you today or tomorrow. Tell them to check me out. Hey, if they're Republican, tell them, really tell them to check me out because they're going to hate me. I, you know, I'm middle of the road. Democrats sometimes hate me too. So <clears throat> tweet to me questions or insights or come fight with me at CyberCop, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. Uh, and, you know, available all over the place, Apple Podcasts, Google po- uh, Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and others. Uh, how would you like a, um, a paid internship at a winery in Sonoma, California, where you could make over $1,100 in just three weeks? Eh, not really a lot of money, but it would be fun, right? So why would Kirsten Cinema, a senator... Who makes $174,000 do that? Why would she take an internship at a winery? I mean, she's a nonophile, maybe. You know, she likes wine. What senators don't, it's either wine or whiskey. Uh, <clears throat> Cinema took to the internship last year at the uh, th- uh, Three Sticks Winery. Three Sticks is owned by William Price III a co-founder of TPG Capital, one of the largest private equity firms in the world with $108 billion in assets under management. Price is currently identified as a partner emeritus at the firm and has reportedly focused on his multiple vineyard holdings since 2006. The company has created some 20 distinct funds and has partnered with a cross-section of investors and venture capitalists, including Goldman Sachs, the Bain Group, Bloom Capital, and the last of which was uh, founded by Richard Bloom, husband of center-right California Senator Dianne Feinstein. At the influencing policy level, according to data compiled by Follow the Money Watchdogs at Open Secrets, TPG Capital spent more than $3 million lobbying lawmakers over the past two years and spent more than $3 million lobbying lawmakers over the past two years and in uh, 2020, TPG affiliates and employees sent nearly $1.7 million to candidates for higher office Uh, meaning like Senate, with uh, about 80% of TPG campaign uh, going to Dems. That includes top 10 TPG capital contribution of $6,800 to Cinema's Senate campaign. So one of the optics of this, of Kirsten Cinema. Uh, Senate Rule 37.1 states that a member can't receive any compensation if that compensation would occur by virtue of influence improperly exerted from his or her position as a member. 
Uh, the rule was written as a broad prohibition against members or their staff deriving any written, any benefit directly or indirectly from the use of their public positions. But what if she didn't actually show up for the internship and it was just a cover-up for a donation? Now, that would be a serious problem. I don't know if that happened. Especially, it would be a serious problem after this guy's firm just gave her $6,800. So what is going on here? Anyway, that's a question for Kirsten Cinema that she is not answering. Uh, now that I have your attention, let's try and fix the world. Mansion is pushing Dems to weaken or remove Build Back Better's proposed fee on methane pollution. Now, methane is a lot worse than CO2. Uh, Mansion's opposition to imposing a methane fee on oil and gas producers whose uh, uh, leaky wells constitute a key source of emissions. It just comes just over a week after the... the um, Mansion, the profiteer, cut the Clean Electricity Performance Program, the CEPP. Uh, it's a far-reaching measure, was described as the Build Back Better Act's uh, most important climate provision because it would have penalized power plants relying on fossil fuels and reward those driven by wind and solar, which would move the needle from dirty to green energy. But he, he cut that. Progressive critics responded with outrage to Manchin's planet-threatening obstruction. He's going too far, is what it is. Uh, Manchin's objections have left the Democratic Party scrambling to salvage environmental policies in the watered-down package which the White House and congressional leaders want to finish before Biden heads to Glasgow in, uh, for COP26, the United Nations uh, Climate Change Conference that starts on Sunday. Uh, by the way, the, if you didn't notice, the Queen is not going she was supposed to go, but she's not going off the subject here. There is one way Biden could do this without Manchin. If he signed a treaty that reduced coal and methane in the same way, all governors in the United States would be required to follow the treaty. Biden has pledged that the United States will reduce its emissions 50% from 2005 uh, levels by 2030. Analysts have found that it would be technically impossible, although difficult, uh, for the United States to meet that goal without passing the clean electric, uh, electricity legislation that Manchin opposes. So we're, we're circling the drain here. Manchin is a serious problem, just like cinema is a serious problem. The broader spending package still includes about $300 billion in tax credits for wind and solar energy, which analysts say could get the U.S. about halfway to the target. But removing the methane fee legis legislation could further weaken his case in Glasgow, Biden's case in Glasgow. <clears throat> Separately, the EPA is expected to release dra draft regulations as soon as this week that, that would compel oil and gas producers to monitor and plug methane leaks from existing oil and gas wells. Among Manchin's objections to the fee is that it could be duplicative of, of those rules. So, so add into the bill that if the EPA passes that, that the EPA rule overrides. Who cares? 
But we, we need something in there. We need this stuff to happen. Pay me now or pay me later. How many times do I got to say this? It's going to hundreds of trillions of dollars in the future if we don't deal with it right now. Although carbon dioxide remains uh, in the atmosphere for a lot longer, methane is up to 87 times more potent over tw- a 20-year period, making it a really bad driver of uh, global warming uh, in the near term. Now, I should say, I've seen scientific articles mention that methane is anywhere from 20 to 90 times more damaging than carbon dioxide. No matter what the number is, it's bad. It's bad at 20. It's bad at 90. <laughs> um, moving on. U.S. isn't the only country being uh, lackluster on uh, climate change rules. Uh, Australia. Prime Minister Scott Morrison's government yesterday announced Australia's plan for net zero emissions by 2050, a plan that includes no further ambition toward 2030 targets, relies on unproven carbon capture technology, and does not phase out fossil fuels. Among the principles guiding the conservative government's plan, according to the document, are technology, not taxes, and to expand choices, not mandates. Choices are ridiculous, okay? Choices don't work. Government needs to mandate change. Giving people a choice never works. But I guess he won't listen to me. In an op-ed shared on a a government website, Morrison took a defiant stance saying, we won't be lectured... We won't be lectured by... I can't do... I can't do Australian. We won't be lectured by others who do not understand Australia. Uh, We want our heavy industries like mining to stay open, remain competitive, and adapt. He added, so they... So they remain viable for as long as global demand allows. We need to stop mining uh, coal and uh, uh, pumping out oil to force governments to move to alternative fuels. That's what we need to do. Australia is one of the world's largest uh, emitters of greenhouse gases on a per capita basis and a major exporter of fossil fuels such as coal. Uh, I mean, Australia, they, they are, are, are the population of Florida, uh, but pollute more than Florida. Uh, leaked documents revealed Australia is among a group of fossil fuel producing nations seeking to water down a key UN climate report. Of course they do. They're making money off of it. And this right-wing government in in Australia is is just as bad as Trump. Moving on. The appearance of Facebook as the bad guy was reinforced on the Hill yesterday as Snapchat, uh, uh, TikTok, and YouTube defended their actions as not like Facebook. (laughs) We should all recognize that saying... Hey, I'm not like Facebook is a pretty low bar, honestly. Uh, Members of the subcommittee of the Senate Commerce Committee uh, grilled the tech company representatives during the hearing titled Protecting Kids Online, Snapchat, TikTok, and YouTube. Facebook was not present at the hearing, uh, having already been questioned on Instagram's harmful effects 
on children by the committee last month, but its presence loomed large after weeks of news coverage. <clears throat> Many of the questions aimed at uh, SNAP's head of public policy, Jennifer uh, Stout. By the way, t- Jennifer Stout, kind of cute. Uh, TikTok's uh, head of public uh, policy, Michael Berman, and YouTube's head of government affairs and public policy, Leslie Miller, uh, centered around the harmful effects of Instagram on teen uh, mental health and body image detailed in internal research leaked by uh, Haugen, as well as the role of algorithms in pushing teens toward harmful content. And all all these companies use use similar algorithms, right? Uh, Senator Richard Blumenthal, Democrat, of course, and chair of the Subcommittee on Consumer Protection, uh, Product Safety and Data Security said, I understand from your testimony that your defense is, we're not Facebook. We're different and we're different from each other. Being different from Facebook is not a defense, (laughs) which is really true. Uh, Republican Senator uh, Blackburn added, For too long, we have allowed platforms to promote and glorify dangerous content to teens and young users. How long are we going to let this continue? What will it take for platforms to crack down on viral challenges, illicit drugs, eating disorder content, and child sexual abuse material? Uh, Jennifer Stout said that Snapchat was created as an antidote, antidote, for social media and highlighted how the app uh, differed from other social media platforms such as Facebook and Instagram. She said Snapchat focused on privacy with messages and images deleting by default and connecting people who know each other in real life rather than showing them a feed of videos and images from strangers. Leslie Miller claimed that the versions of YouTube aimed at kids and teens YouTube Kids and uh, YouTube Supervised Experiences did not support features such as comments or live chat and did not allow personalized advertising. Uh, She said that um, the platform has policies against harmful content such as videos promoting eating disorders and deletes them through a combination of automatic tools and human review. I I should say uh, YouTube delete stuff that they should not my first (laughs) my first show was on uh, YouTube and YouTube deleted it (laughs) Um, she said we do not prioritize profits over safety we invest heavily in making sure that our platforms uh, are safe for our users and we do not wait to act we put systems and practices and protocols in place of course YouTube has already been in trouble. The FTC fined YouTube's parent company, Google, $170 million in 2019 for violating children's privacy laws. It was accused of collecting data on children under 13 on the main YouTube platform without parental consent. Anyway, um, Beckerman of TikTok said that TikTok was an entertainment platform that did not focus on direct messaging between users. He said, it's about uplifting, entertaining content. People love it. We've made uh, difficult policy and difficult product choices that put the well-being of teens first. While pointing to uh, how he, uh, they're not allowing direct messages for under-16s and uh, the building of family controls. Uh, during questioning by Senator uh, Cynthia Loomis from Wyoming, 
about TikTok's data collection practices, including its collection of keystroke data, which involves collecting data relating uh, to users' typing behavior. She asked, which other technology platforms collect more data than TikTok? And uh, said, uh, Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> There's a dispute about what, uh, where uh, collected data is stored in the company as its parent company is in China, and TikTok said it was uh, on servers in the U.S. Uh, we had been going that for, uh, through that for several months. Uh, remember, under the Trump administration, they wanted to dissolve TikTok. Um, <clears throat> when asked if the companies would support the Children and Teens Online Privacy Protection Act, which is a bill designed to improve online privacy protections for younger people, including banning targeted ads aimed at 13 to 15 year olds. The company representatives failed to offer definitive answers. Gee, I wonder why. <laughs> that, didn't, uh, that didn't make anyone at the panel very happy. As representatives say, they would like to talk about it. In other words, they would rather not be seen uh, asking for some concessions in public so they can make some money. <laughs> oh, moving on. Yesterday, Biden was reportedly uh, preparing uh, to name Acting Federal Communications uh, Commission Chair uh, Jessica uh, Rosenworcel as the agency's permanent leader, as well as uh, nominating two other open Internet advocates to top positions. Uh, the president is expected to nominate Gigi Son, a longtime defender of net neutrality rules and co-founder of the adv advocacy group Public Knowledge, uh, to the third Democratic seat on the commission. That would give uh, Democrats a majority on the five-seat panel after months of being locked in a stalemate with uh, two Democrats and two Republicans, including one whose confirmation Trump and Mitch the Bitch McConnell pushed through during the lame duck session last year. This was, this was after Donald, uh, Donald Trump lo lost the election. They pushed them through. With Rosenworcel's FCC term having lapsed in 2020, the acting chair will have to leave the commission at the end of the year unless the Senate confirms her to the new five-year term by the end of December, which Republicans will fight to stop. Uh, Rosenworcel's and Sohn's confirmations would allow the FCC to restore net neutrality rules through Title II of the Com Communications Act. The rules keep internet service providers from blocking or slowing down certain websites and content. Uh, the repeal, like if you had, had your own little small newspaper uh, and they would ask you to pay more uh, to get your, your content uh, uh, loading properly, stuff like that, you know. The repeal of the rules under the Trump administration allowed ISPs to charge internet companies extra fees to access the fast lanes, uh, betraying the bedrock principle uh, of treating content equally online. Uh, Biden is also expected to nominate, nominate tech lawyer Alan Davidson, former head of the Open Technology Institute at the think tank New America, to lead the Commerce Department's National Telecommunications and Information Administration. As head of the NTIA, Davidson would play a key role in implementing the White House's agenda regarding data privacy and distributing federal funds to states to support broadband infrastructure. Moving on. Uh, the first time, this is funny. Uh, the first time, 
It was a 500. Well, we'll get to that in a second. Right, first, let's talk about the FDA. The FDA has recommended Pfizer for emergency use authorization for kids 5 to 11. Uh, the dose ends up being about one-third of a normal dose, uh, as an adult dose, rather. Uh, children would receive a second dose 21 days or more after the first shot. The advisory panel voted 17 to nothing to approve the vaccine for younger children. There was one abstention abstention. I'm not sure why. Uh, Next week, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, will have to decide whether to recommend the shots and which youngsters should get them. The agency typically goes along with the advice of its uh, uh, expert panels, uh, though it isn't bound to do so. So uh, if you have a child 5 to 11, I mean, 12 to 15 is, uh, I'm sorry, 12 to 18, 12 to 16. What is it? 12 to 15. I think it's 12 to 15. Yeah, 12 to 15 is already uh, okay. Now it's, uh, uh, what is that, 5 to five to 11. So, every, uh, and, and I think that 12 to 15 is half a dose and 5 to 11 is a third of a dose. So, uh, if you have children, 5 to 11, you can go get vaccinated. Now we'll talk about this. The first time, it was only a $500 fine. The second was a $2,500 fine. Not, not a whole lot for a person who makes like $180,000 a year, but, you know. Now a third time, right-wing sociopath Marjorie Taylor Greene was fined for not wearing a mask in Congress. She must now pay $5,500. $500 for the first one, $2,500 for each additional. If you remember, she compared House COVID-19 rules to a time in history where people were told to wear a gold star, put in trains and taken to gas chambers in Nazi Germany. (laughs) On Monday, she said, I'm taking a stand on the House floor because I don't want the people to stand alone. And that costed her $2,500. Also fined was Andrew Clyde, also from the state of Georgia. Anyway, that's it. Uh, thanks for listening. Man, I, you know, I, I hope you guys are having a good week. I really do. Um, thanks for listening. Wednesday, October 27th, 2021. Wednesday, October 27th, 2021. PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. I'll show up right at the top of the search. And I truly appreciate you coming here and listening to me. I work hard for you. I, I get up early. I, I do a lot of typing. Uh, bring someone with you tomorrow. Um, or today, uh, tweet to me questions, insights, or fights at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. And remember, always remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget it. I'm Peter Lawrence reporting from Los Angeles.